Hello friends. Today's episode is about name calling. It's bad, right? There's a beautiful song by Mark Wills called Don't Laugh at Me. Here are some of the words. Don't laugh at me. Don't call me names. Don't get your pleasure from my pain. Because in God's eyes, we're all the same. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that name calling is bad. We shouldn't do it. It's mean, and it can cause emotional harm to another person. It rejects the dignity of another human being by labeling them as something bad, by judging them and giving them a negative identity. We don't do that, I hope, and we might even correct others who do. So maybe you would never do that, call another person a derogatory name. That's good. That's a reasonable expectation to have of any Christian. But you know what we are much more likely to do? We are more likely to direct name-calling to ourselves. When we do that, we're being mean to ourselves. We're causing or increasing the emotional harm to ourselves. We're rejecting our own dignity. We're labeling ourselves as something bad and accepting a negative identity, an identity that is probably not true. What does this look like or sound like in real life? Well, we might say to ourselves, I'm a loser. A person drops out of college and then loses job after job, some for reasons outside of his control and some because of his own lack of good work habits. Eventually, he considers himself a worthless loser. How about this one? I'm stupid. A teen struggles to get C's in school. She has trouble reading and can't understand the books she has to study. School comes easily to her friends, but she can't keep up. She considers herself stupid. Maybe you might believe this one about yourself. I'm a bad mother. A woman's child is a drug addict, with all the behaviors that come with addiction. The child blames the mother, who accepts the blame and wonders what she did wrong, because it must be her fault, the mother's fault. Surely she's a terrible mother to have turned out a child like that. Some people believe this statement, I am unlovable. A man has been rejected in life, first by his parents and then throughout his life by friends and relatives. Slowly he shuts off all of his feelings toward others and comes to believe that he is not worthy of being loved. I'll give you one more. I am trash. A teen believes his life has no worth, no value. He can't do anything right and nobody wants anything to do with him. He can be thrown out like the trash. Did any one of those identities hit home for you? Is there one that you have believed in the past or maybe still believe today? Or maybe there's one that I didn't mention that you believe. Well, how do we get to the point of taking on these identities, of calling ourselves such destructive names, especially when we would not think of saying that to another person? There are a lot of life experiences that break us down and make us believe things about ourselves that aren't true. It could be in childhood, in a bad marriage or abusive relationship, in betrayals by friends. There are lots of ways we get wounded, and through these wounds, we begin to believe things about ourselves that may not be true. This is not what God wants for us. He doesn't want us believing self-destructive lies. The one who wants that is the devil. And when we hear and believe those lies, we're under spiritual attack. So what do you do when you're attacked? I guess we could run away, 
but that doesn't really work in this situation. We could surrender and believe the lies. That's not good, but lots of people do it. How about fighting back? How about standing up for yourself and putting on the armor of God to reject the lies from the devil? Yeah, I think that's the way to go. So how do we fight name-calling? We reject the lies and replace them with God's truth. The lies say that I'm a stupid loser, bad mom, unlovable, and useless trash. But what does God call me? He calls me names too, you know. But they're good names. They lift me up. They encourage me. They help me to stand tall and they give me confidence. Let's look at some of those names that God gives us. Beloved. How would you like to be called that? It's a beautiful name. In the letters of John, he constantly refers to the reader as beloved. He's talking to us. We are beloved. We are not beloved because of what we do or what we have. We're beloved because we belong to God, because he created us. Even if there is nobody on this earth who considers you beloved, you are still beloved by God. God also gives us the identity as a child of God. We are made in his image and likeness. We are his children. He is our father, and he's a good and loving father. He gives us life and provides for us so that we can be with him in heaven. Sounds like a good deal. We also have the name of daughter or son of the king. Jesus is the king of the universe. It's not Leonardo DiCaprio, whose character shouted that in the movie Titanic. I'm the king of the world. No, that's Jesus. He's the king, and we're his sons and daughters. It's good to be the king's child. Scripture also tells us in Galatians 4-7 that we are free men and women. What does that mean? Well, it means we have free will. We don't have to be slaves to our passions. We can choose God. We can choose good. We can choose truth. We have the identity of a saint, according to 2 Corinthians 1-2. Actually, there are lots of places that Paul refers to the saints, meaning the believers and followers of the way of Jesus. So when I follow Jesus, when I seek to do God's will, when I share the good news, I am being a saint, or at least trying to. 2 Corinthians 5-17 says that I'm a new creation. I'm not who I was. Maybe I was an addict. Maybe I was an adulterer. Maybe I killed my child through abortion. Maybe I was a liar who found it easier to make something up than to tell the truth. That's who I was. But now I'm a new creation. I don't need those old identities. I can leave them in the past. 2 Corinthians also tells us that we are ambassadors of Christ. What does that mean? Simply that we're called to represent Jesus in the world. It doesn't matter how qualified I feel for that duty, I still represent him in this world. I want this identity. I want to be Jesus in the world. There are so many positive identities given to us by God. The name-calling and negative identities come from somewhere else, rather, from someone else. How we see ourselves makes a difference in how we live our life. What does God want? He wants us to have a life and have it in abundance. But when we're name-calling ourselves, we cannot live an abundant life. When we're weighed down by the labels we accept, 
by the negative identity we accept. Maybe it's time to get rid of that weight and to take on the beautiful names God has for us. Ask God to help you see through the lies and embrace his truths about who you are. Think about times when you got defensive. What lies were you fighting about your identity? When you figure out the lies you believe, you can begin to reject them and replace them with the truth that comes from God's holy word, the Bible. You can heal from those names you call yourself. You begin to treat yourself as you treat others, not name-calling, unless the name is from God. So, let's consider two questions to take to prayer. Question 1. What are the bad names that I've believed about myself in the past? What's the lie, and how can I heal from believing that lie? And question 2. Which of God's names for me do I embrace most easily? Spend time in prayer, pondering this identity, and thanking God for giving it to you. That's all our food for today. Thank you for listening. May God bless you in just the way you need today.